My husband just finished vacuuming, so now you can hear me. Welcome back to Extra Ice. I'm downstairs in my basement, and my husband cleans our house so well. And I'm not just saying that so I can get out of it. I'm just not good at cleaning the house. And he's upstairs cleaning, and I'm so happy because I have been home for a week, Um if you don't follow me on Instagram and you're maybe like one person in Norway, like somehow listening to this, um, I lost my job and <clears throat> I've been home with the kids and it's been a little bit different this time than it has been other times that I've, you know, lost my job. Um, but Monday was the longest day. And then I woke up on Tuesday and I realized I was with them all day. And now I have to be with them again all day. Shocking. It's shocking. I don't, I, I mean, truly, this is very new for me. And like these ages and this many kids, I've never stayed home with three kids. Um, I know you don't care because if you're listening to this, you probably have some amount of kids and probably a spouse or you personally go to work each day. So I, here's the thing. I'm not, I don't need any pity. I don't need you to feel bad for me. I just need you to know that I understand now. I, I understand. Um, on Monday, the day was just going by so slow. And I was like, we ate dinner at like 4.30. So it's like 6.30, nowhere near time for anyone to go to bed. And it was really windy outside. So my kids couldn't really go outside and play. So I was like, everyone just get in the car. You know, when you have those moments where it's like, everyone in the car, we're leaving. I don't know where we're going. But we need to get out of this house. So I'm like, everyone, let's get in the car. And I was like, a halsey. Let's let's go to McDonald's and get an ice cream because there's a McDonald's within walking distance. And that's McKenna Jensen walking distance. So that means it's close. Um, can probably see it from my kid's bedroom window. Um, and I tell Halsey, let's go get an ice cream. And you know what she responded? She said, Mom, but we have ice cream here at home. <sighs> I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I think, am I raising myself? Am I raising my older sister? Is this my mom reincarnated as a toddler um, just here to get revenge on me? Not that my mom could even be reincarnated because she's still alive. But my kids sometimes just say, they just say the darndest things. Um... So first, I actually have been paying a little bit of attention to the news. Um, so I'm sure you're listening to this in real time because I don't think five years from now anyone's going to be listening to this episode. But apparently there's this submersible, some type of submarine that you can pay $250,000, which... That was like the what that was within the budget range of our first home. Well, the home we live in right now. 
you can pay to go down and tour the Titanic. Well, around the Titanic. And lo and behold, they cannot find this submarine. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe, maybe this is just the Titanic giving us all the middle finger. Like, we're, you're going to let us sink? Well, then guess what's happening to you? Um, so I'm just thinking, you know, maybe there's some something a little more sinister here. Um, I think the Titanic is haunted. And I think there's some Bermuda Triangle stuff going on because they cannot find this ship. And I read an article that said they had, like, planes in the air using sonar to try to find the... Why are you in the air? What, what are you doing in the air? Why wouldn't you be down in the water very, 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 very deep? Because... My thoughts are, you know, it's probably under the water. Just, you know, just an idea. Um, <clears throat> honestly, it is kind of scary. And then, like, I don't even know if they've found the people yet. But this is going to make an amazing movie if a movie is ever made about it. Um, so... Remember when all those, like, shark movies with, like, Blake Lively were coming out? Those were so, so scary. Like, just being trapped under the water. And then there's this whole idea of, like, breathing and holding your breath. I feel like in movies where someone has to go underwater or hold their breath, time takes on a different form. Also, like... I feel like in Friday Night Lights, the movie, not the show, the clocks, like, it'll say two seconds left on the clock. And granted, it is basically in slow motion, but still. Like, their sense of time and holding their breath, you know, not real. There's a clear fourth wall. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so I am at home with my kids. My husband luckily is upstairs with them right now. Um, so we're just kind of figuring out what is next. And it is a little crazy to <clears throat> be talking about this again, because I feel like I've been pretty candid about what's gone on with my job. And this was kind of my worst case scenario to go through this again. But, um, you know, it's almost good and bad that, you know, we've done this before because we know we can get through it and we know things will be okay. But um, it's also a little stressful. Like, okay, God, haven't we done this before? <laughs> can we be done? Um, I spent a ton of time on my Instagram talking about shiny, happy people, the um, documentary about the Duggars. If you have not watched it, you need to watch it. I heard an extremely hot take about this documentary that possibly JB, not Justin, um, was involved in the making of this movie and the releasing of the movie, which I personally do not think that's the case. But if you watch the movie or have watched it or are going to rewatch it, Maybe keep that in mind. Maybe view it from that lens. Um, 
Who knows? So that movie's crazy. I also started watching The Curious Case of Natalia Grace. I mean, anything Lisa Allen posts on Instagram, if you're not following her, fine. I mean, just turn the podcast off. But anything she posts, I am willing to watch or do or buy or try or see or eat. And I started watching it. I don't remember why I stopped. But that might just be... Oh, someone upstairs is screaming. Um, The fact that I just turned it off, like maybe it just wasn't great. I don't remember. I haven't finished it. Also, there's another one. My kids found a harmonica. First of all, is it the 1800s? Why do we have a harmonica in our home? Second, that thing is so loud. And I forget what it's called like once a day. And I've called it a kazoo, an accordion. I Additionally, my two-year-old is somehow good at playing it, which is also extremely irritating. (sighs) It's only Wednesday. And why do I even care? What am I counting down for? The weekend? When I'm with my kids again? (laughs) One of my friends messaged me and she said, She was like, you're doing such a great job. I can tell you're really seeing the bright side of things. I'm like, Kathy, I just grounded one of my kids from yogurt. It's going great. Anyway, so didn't finish that one yet. Um, But like a documentary I was obsessed with was like on HBO. It's called Something's Wrong with Aunt Diane. And like that, I flew through it. So... It wasn't obviously holding my attention, but I don't know why I stopped watching it. Um, Next is there's one on Netflix that just came out. Take care of Mila or Mala or something um, that I've heard is good. Haven't watched it yet. I have been spending a lot of my time watching Jeopardy. So Pluto is like this free TV platform And this episode is brought to you by Pluto. It's not. That really just sounded like one of those ads they try to like slip into a podcast episode. Um, No, this episode is brought to you by the girl who hands me my Diet Coke through the drive-thru at McDonald's multiple times a day. So I've been watching on Pluto and it's basically just this free app where you can watch TV. But I would say it's more like classic like older tv shows and i'm a jeopardy fiend um and i've been watching jeopardy for probably the past three months straight and i'm obsessed with it and i'm actually learning a lot of things because last i'm really bad with like the history categories anything with art anything with politics i'm not good but everything else, like I love, a, I love the categories that are like before and after or like crossword puzzles or like from A to C and every word starts with A, ends with a C. Love those. But I realized last night I'm actually learning a lot because a question came up and I knew the answer because of a question from an episode before. So I'm starting to learn things. 
from this show, which is great. So I'm not wasting my time watching TV. Um, Jeopardy's been great. Also watched the very first episode of Judge Judy. Um, and boy, that show was different in the beginning. It feels more like it was almost like talk show-ish. Like I feel like there's other judge shows or like the People's Court or whatever where it's almost more like theatrical, I guess. Like feels more scripted, I guess. But um, boy, that was fun. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> I um, had somebody reach out asking about um, kind of mom bodies. And I, I know I touched a little bit on diets in my last episode, mostly as a joke. Um, and I know that this can be a little bit of um, just a sensitive topic. And I think everybody is in a different place. Um, but I did a Q&A a couple weeks ago and somebody asked about how to embrace a new just body as a mom versus when to change your body and when to, you know, try to work out and try to, um, you know, change how your body looks or how you feel. And I think it's, I think it's hard to basically just unpack all of that because I think it's easy to look at somebody who is a certain size and assume, oh, that person is happy and their life is easier or things go their way or they're prettier because they're smaller. And I know I've talked a little bit on social media before how much I do not like to address weight. And I don't like to talk about calories. I don't like to talk about size. And I don't know if that's the right route to take. I have daughters. And so I think I am a little bit more sensitive as to how those topics are addressed. I have some family members who are extremely open talking about their weight and talking about calories and diets. And I don't, I don't like to talk about it. I, I don't know, which maybe that's the wrong route to take. And maybe it's good to talk about food and body image a lot, but I just sometimes prefer that not be a topic of conversation because I don't feel like it's necessarily important to your worth and who you are and how good of a mom you are and how good of a wife you are. And um, I have mentioned before, maybe in the past six months or so, I have lost a little bit of weight enough so I can feel a difference and I notice a difference in the scale and how my clothes fit um but these also past couple months I have been you know I've struggled mentally and emotionally and financially and so okay maybe while my body looks to me better than it has since before I had children my 
life isn't perfect and things aren't going exactly how I want it to. So I think what's difficult is trying to tie your body image and what you look like and how much you weigh and what size your pants are, tying that to success or happiness or, you know, a stable relationship. And you'll always see like, you know, this celebrity couple and the guy cheats on the girl and she's just drop dead gorgeous. And you're like, what? I'm not, I remember Callie Kapoor in the office when she's like, I'm not as hot as Hillary Swank. But you wonder like, okay, can anybody really be happy? Like if even the hot people are heartbroken, but I think that's just a testament to tell us, you know, those things don't have to be so, um, interdependent, I guess. Just because you have one doesn't mean you're going to have the other. And I think the inverse is also true. It can be hard because as a mom, um, and I'm talking about this from a mom standpoint because it was also a mom who asked this. um, I think it's hard because you do see your body change and you do sacrifice so much and you give so much of yourself. And even if, I don't know, just the way things look and the way skin (laughs) looks and wrinkles and muscles and stretch marks and things show up and things go away and things get bigger and things get smaller. And it's, it's just so apparent and it's so tangible to see these changes and you're not seeing your capacity to love increasing and You're not seeing your knowledge, you know, that you've gained since having children. You're not seeing the experience and the empathy and the love and the memories. All you're seeing is my weight and the bags under my eyes. And is my hair thicker? Is my hair falling out? And there's something that's going to change for everybody. And some people start getting acne in their 30s when they've never had a zit in their life. And... It's so easy to just pick apart our bodies. And then I think naturally that just goes toward our self-worth and who we are and what we're doing and what we're good at and what we're not good at. And I think being able to kind of separate those things has been helpful for me. Um, I think there are seasons to our lives and I have had seasons of my life where I go to the gym And I go to workout classes and I am in great shape and I can run miles and miles. And then I've had times in my life where I'm just kind of embracing spending time at home inside with my family and enjoying good food and spending time, you know, just not focusing on physical things and physical appearance. And I've had times when I'm getting spray tans consistently. I've had times when I'm getting my nails done consistently, my hair done. And none of those things affect my worth and who I am as a mom. And I think one of the things that can kind of make this complicated is getting compliments or comments from people like, you look so good or you look amazing. What have you been doing? And I think that's kind of where for some people, it can get a little bit unhealthy because then you start to try to chase that validation or that feedback or those compliments or those comments because people are noticing something. And whether you've been working hard or you've been 
just losing weight unintentionally, um, you know, it, it just can get complicated. And especially with, you know, your family members or your spouse commenting, like, you look really good. You look beautiful. It can sometimes be difficult to see, well, did you not think that about me before? And if you like me more now, like, is our relationship not going to be as strong if I don't look this way or if I change? And just especially as a mom and as a woman, I think we're more critical on our bodies, but I truly, truly think it's just about how you feel. And I have been happy in a size 29 pair of jeans and I've been happy in a size 24 pair of jeans. And, you know, I've been heartbroken with blonde hair and I've been in love with blonde hair and not in love with blonde hair, but had blonde hair and been in love. Um, What I'm saying is, if you're going to tie your physical appearance to how you feel about yourself and who you are, you're never going to be satisfied and it's never going to be enough. And you see these people who get these major surgeries and they still do not like their body. They're still unhappy and they still don't recognize their worth. And I think you need to like yourself and your abilities and who you are as a person and a friend. And then those physical things come next. And if they don't, and if you feeling good about yourself as a mom isn't about what you're eating or what you're drinking or what size you are, maybe it's about feeling like you need more hobbies. You need an outlet. You need to spend more time outside. You need a vacation. You need to work on the interior of your home more. You know, maybe there's something else that's causing you to maybe feel inadequate or feel less than and that's where you need to do the work and I I don't know I just I hesitate because I'm not perfect at this and I do get nervous sometimes am I you know giving people the wrong compliments am I you know talking about the wrong things in front of my spouse or in front of my children and I think everybody has a unique relationship with food and with body image and their own self-worth and their own self-esteem. And I truly just feel like the most important thing is to instill in yourself and your children just a love for other people and, you know, trying to serve others and be a friend to others and be kind. Because I think when you feel good, emotionally and mentally you're going to in turn feel and look good physically if that makes sense and I do know that sometimes that's harder and it's easier to just diet and it's easier to just you know maybe take more unhealthy routes because mental and emotional happiness and strength and stability can take a lot of work and it can take a lot of time but in the long run if you're taking care of yourself, you're going to see those changes in all aspects of your life. So like I said, I am not perfect at this and I feel like I know my body well and I know what works for me and I know what doesn't and I know what is attainable for myself and what's not. I know I'm never going to be 6'5". Wait, do girls want to be 6'5"? I'm never going to be 5'9 or 5'10". Um, 
you know, I know I'm never going to have specific body parts <laughs> looking a certain way, you know, unless I get surgery. Um, but I do understand what makes me feel good and what I need to work on in order to be happy and what I need to work on in order to feel good about myself and recognize my worth and remember who I am as a mom and as a spouse. And, you know, I know that my children don't see the swimsuit size and they don't see the rolls and they don't see the double chins and the wrinkles. I know that they aren't noticing those things and that their love for me is unconditional and my love for myself needs to be the same. So I hope that's just a little glimpse um, into hopefully how maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say how you can look at yourself too. And let's all be body positive because it's not like that and it's not that easy. And I just hope that that's another perspective that you can use and just another message that you can hear. Um, You know, you're hearing negativity all day long and I just don't think it needs to be that way. And I don't think um, we need to listen to the negativity. Um, I know there's this idea of, toxic positivity and that you need to be real and you need to be honest you need to be open but I don't think that means putting yourself down and I don't think that means making yourself feel bad about yourself anyway um I hope that's been helpful and I hope that's um you know that's me being honest and that's kind of the journey and the conclusion I've come to thus far in my life and who knows maybe that's going to change in my 40s or my 50s but um I feel like I've worked really hard on my relationship with my body and with myself and with food and with calories and um I feel like I have some okay (laughs) advice to give and hopefully um that's helpful if that's something you're thinking about or you're struggling with or Maybe you know somebody who could use a little encouragement or a little bit of advice. So that is all that I have today. I can hear kids running around upstairs, which means it's time for me to go relieve my husband of his um, torture, whatever's happening up there. Um, Now go get yourself a beverage with extra ice.